Because if you guys have noticed, I sometimes move what you guys say. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't noticed because I haven't watched them. <laughs> I know. You haven't even watched the most recent episode, Sam. I noticed. I've been watching the YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> You're subscribed. <laughs> I am the only subscriber. <laughs> So part of me wants to grab my tub of popcorn over in the corner of the room now and then just eat it into the oh, microphone. No. <laughs> oh, no. It's not no. just any popcorn. It's kettle corn crunch. Peace. <laughs> Make it as loud as possible. Yeah. I do enjoy kettle corn. It's my favorite thing to do at the fair. Oh, man. I miss the Kern County Fair because the LA Fair, like, it's happening right now and it is so expensive. I know if you buy, like, if you bought, like, a little bit ahead of time, you would have gotten it significantly cheaper. But it's, it's too much. I, didn't I feel like half the magic thing. is buying the ticket at the gate, though. How on earth is that part of the magic for the fair? <laughs> well, at least to me, the fair is, like, a very, like, sketchy and shitty affair. So I feel like the, a key part of it is just buying it at the gate. I, I don't get that at all. I think... Seeing the people selling balloons outside the gate is part of the experience, but, like, having to walk up to the gate isn't part of it. Eh, to each their own. Yeah. I don't know, the Kern County Fair is definitely a very sketchy fair, but I always enjoy it. Yeah. The Monterey County Fair was not as sketchy, but still pretty sketchy. At this point, I only go to the fair for food. <laughs> <laughs> I've been right, to the Kern County Fair since, like, middle school. Uh, yeah. You can go, like, in high school? I was, what, in high school? No. I feel like I was busy with band practice. Hmm. Fair enough. I only went when there were other people going. <laughs> Fair enough. I'd always go with Jack and Wyatt. I forgot to mention my dogs in the room. I haven't heard him yet, so it hasn't been a problem. Please don't jinx it. Dog's like, oh, you're talking to me? Hold up, since when no, did you have a dog? Sleeping. Didn't you have only cats? I have a cat and a dog. But since uh, I'm alone this weekend, I'm just hanging around with the dog. Fun times. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, what is your preferred food at the fair? <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I always enjoy the kettle corn. I always enjoy the funnel cake. And then in Kern County, I believe it's Troop 188 has a stand where they sell baked potatoes. I believe that's true as well. Yeah, it's the, it's the it's the stand with the big Boy Scout hat on top. I remember that one. <laughs> I remember seeing their uh, logo on a uh, building. It's always fun to walk around the warehouses of people selling crap, mostly. Oh, the Salmoner Taffy was always nice. Cause that guy was always consistent every year. I'm going to look it up. When is the Kern County Fair? I remember it's always in like mid-September, early mid-September. I remember yeah. they always advertise it at like the beginning of the school year-ish for uh, elementary school. They have like like I think a coupon or something like that they'd give us. September eighteen to twenty nine. 
There's a countdown clock on the website. 17 more days. Sponsored by Budweiser. Drink responsibly. My mom likes funnel cakes too, but I haven't really liked them that much. I can't eat a full funnel cake. I have... It's not from lack of trying. (laughs) 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 But it's... It is so much cake and powdered sugar and whipped cream and strawberries and like I put like a bunch of fruit on mine and I I can never do it. It's just impossible. That reminds me, recently in my work we actually got a thing that you can make funnel cake with. I would not buy one of those because I know I wouldn't have any (laughs) 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 self-control. Like if I had that I would make funnel cake. (laughs) I think it comes with, like, the mixed stuff and then, like, the container to actually make it be a funnel cake. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea, like, how you make it into a funnel shape. I've always just seen funnel cake uh, flat. I think I've only ever, like, had funnel cake once in my life. I had, like, bits of a funnel cake every year at the fair. But you just couldn't put it all away? It's so much. So much food. So much cake. So much sugar. Yeah, I I can't do it. I've never been good at, like, eating a large amount of food. Even when I was at, like, my absolute fattest, I could still never, like, eat a lot of food. It's weird. My worst was when I ate an entire Little Caesars large pizza by myself. I can never finish, like, a medium by myself. I've got no idea how you finished a large. Those larges are pretty small. I'm pretty sure at my apex, I can put in some pretty good work on a large. <laughs> Even though, when I think of you eating food, you always stop <laughs> before you finish your food. That's all I remember. Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. It's autumn. Allegedly, of course, but it is autumn. It's been so hot where I am. It's been pretty warm. For me, it's been like... It was like high 90s for the first half of the week, and then it's been low 90s the second half of the week, and it's just... It's too hot. Ouchie. So I've got... Like, from my apartment, it's a 15-minute walk to my classes, which, during like 90% of the year, it's fantastic. Because, like... Like, once October starts, it'll be lovely weather, but for now, it's so hot. We won't get to wear sweaters for another, like, three months. I think I'll be lucky if I get to wear a sweater. Or so. <laughs> I don't know, I don't have much experience living in this area. Yeah, neither do we. We don't live in Santa Barbara. Yeah. So, on that school front, I've completed my first full week of classes... Sam, you started classes by now? Yeah, I've gotten through one week. Okay. And Simon still has just a week to go. I have a few weeks to go. We're closing in. (laughs) School starts in 24 days. So three weeks and change. (laughs) Ah, your time is counting down. Yep. You're running out of time, Simon. 
<laughs> quick play all those rpgs you have <laughs> oh wait that's me <laughs> it's your time is counting down saying we hundred negative time <laughs> to finish fire emblem hurry <laughs> shit i need to play personas three four and five in three weeks <laughs> just speed run it it's easy so sam have you been uh expelled yet <laughs> <laughs> That is the uh, question we want to have answered. <laughs> well, let's explain the backstory first. Why might you be getting expelled? Okay, so for what I've been doing for the past two years for my tuitions is I've been using, going through the VA to get my fees waived thanks to my dad getting injured in the Navy. And the past two years have gone... Like, I've gotten the paperwork done in time and turned it in, at the very least, as school started. So, the paperwork got through in time for the fees to be waived. But this time, when I started to fill out the form, one of the things I needed was from the IRS. And the first appointment they could get me was after school started. So, I had to wait till school started before I can even turn in the paperwork to the VA, and then the VA will give me a paper that I give to the school. Now, <laughs> there's a chance, though, that I can get dropped for my classes before that paperwork comes in. So I'm just worried about me getting dropped for my classes before I can get my fees waived. So how's the progress on that gone? And the current progress for it is I talked to one person, the pers- I believe the person that deals with the VA stuff. She said to ask the student finances, and I ended up, and then just recently I asked them, and they said that they don't know like specifically what day I'll be dropped, but I will receive an email, like, a few days before I'm dropped warning me to pay my fees and when that happens I can make a down payment on their on one of the plans you know just to like pay back you know to pay the fees over time I can make the down payment and then once I get the paperwork in I and turn in the paperwork I can get a refund on on my down payment that I made that's not a bad situation, then. Seems like you have a solution going, at least. Yeah. Now I'm at a point that it's like, okay, we should be fine. Now that's scary that it's come down to such a tight wire at the end. Oh, and I learned why the IRS office... Because this time around, when I started doing the paperwork. I did it about the same time as I did before, but this time the appointment was much later than it was last time. I talked to the person at the office and I learned that like multiple people had like moved on to different jobs, either like a different place in the IRS office so they don't help out like in the front or they just like moved on entirely. So they had, like, two people to uh, do appointments. Yikes. 
That's unhelpful. <laughs> and then I also learned that they're probably going to be moving to a new office. Where? Which will be... It'll be at, like, the intersection of, like, Coffee and Stockdale. You know, where Coffee turns into Gosford. Oh, yeah, right by CSUB. Yeah. Is it going to be in that... Dirt lot? No, it's no longer a dirt lot. They've done a lot of construction. There's now an apartment Oh, you're block. right. There's a few restaurants there. It's no longer just an empty dirt lot at an incredibly busy intersection. That dirt lot by that Trader Joe's? Yeah. The really? Dirt Lot by the Trader Joe's. Formerly known as Dirt Lot. <laughs> by the Trader Joe's, south of that irrigation canal. But now they're going to be sharing a building with, like, I think she said, like, three other, three other, like, corporations or whatever. One's a hair salon, another is, like, a thing that deals with social security, and then a medical clinic. Something like hmm. that. It's an interesting combination. She she wasn't very thrilled at the, that thought. I wouldn't be either. You yeah, having to move in any capacity is never something that is a fun experience. Yeah. And she was talking about like the kind of people that show up to those other places and now they have to like deal with those people too. Ouchie. I don't really think of that area as being really shady, though. No. You have to go farther down for it to actually get shady, but... It's a little know. shady, but not, like, too bad. Yeah. yeah, but she means more like the people that go to those places, like... Well, minus the hair salon. She's like, the hair salon's fine, like, the people going there, but... All the smells of the chemicals and whatnot building up. Mm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Because people, because people going to hair salons, they're only there for like probably like an hour, then they leave. But when you're there for like eight hours, the stench builds up. You wonder how the actual hairdressers feel. <laughs> my mom never. Them. Well, my mom was a hairdresser. Yeah, she never really con- complained about the uh, smell of the chemicals, but she did complain about st- having to stand for eight hours straight and not eating lunch. Maybe she lost her sense of smell, like, after the first few months. I'm pretty sure you just go nose blind to it. <laughs> you get used to it. <laughs> yeah. It's like the old dream at Norris. You just kind of get used to the smell. As that's completely <laughs> different now. <laughs> yeah, as they just tore down that building. I haven't been to Norris since we graduated, so I've got no idea. I know that it has changed, but I don't know. I've never I've never seen it post-change. I've gone there, like, once in a while, because my brother's there now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know... Do you know Mr. Carr? He was a science teacher. Is that Ryan Carr or Raymond Carr? Because there were two cars. I said the science teacher. <laughs> uh, Ryan Carr. He is now, if I remember correctly, the principal. Really? He's moving up in the world. He's moved up. Is his brother still an English teacher? I'm, I don't know about the brother, though. I had him no. as a uh, homeroom teacher. 
Which I don't know why they really had homeroom. I mean, I guess I kind of understand, <laughs> but it just felt like a waste of 20 minutes. I feel like I heard something like, I don't remember if it was for homeroom, but there was something that they had in middle school that was supposed to prepare you for high school, but then it wasn't there in high school. It, it might just have been sounds like middle school in before. general. Yeah, like, home's purpose, I think, was, like, you get, like, a bit of time at the beginning of the day to get all your work together, but it was never, like, long enough for that purpose. And then, you know, we just never had it after middle school. We yeah. never really needed it. To me, it seemed more like a, uh, like, the time of the day where they take role of who's there. Yeah, but couldn't that be done during your first period class? Yeah, I think that's why they did that during high school, just... They, yeah. they take you down per class. So you don't just, like, jump the fence or whatever. I mean, that didn't stop people from jumping the fence. That's true. I still remember my uh, first period uh, world history. Was it world history in sophomore year, or was it? No, you didn't take AP Euro? No. I got denied because my I had a B in English or whatever. Oh, Gaved. yeah. Yeah, I got freaking wrecked, and I'm still salty to this day that I didn't get into AP Euro. <laughs> you missed out. Mr. Richmond was a great teacher. I know, but I loved my uh, history teacher for sophomore year anyway. In part because if people were late, he would lock the door so they couldn't get into class, even if it was like 50 outside. It was never 50. It's Bakersfield. It's true, but it'd be cold in the beginning of the day. <laughs> Cold in massive quotation marks. Cold in Bakersfield terms. Yeah. Which is... <laughs> you can maybe wear a jacket. You don't have to wear a jacket. I would because I don't like the cold. Mid-60s. <laughs> At like the lowest. Normally like high 60s, low 70s. I think that's an overstatement. Bakersfield cold. Anyway, that's what I remember. <laughs> and he was just a shit poster, but this is getting off track. Isn't the objective to get off track? Yeah. What were we talking about again? Again, the fair? <laughs> we were talking about the fair, but I don't remember how we started that. <laughs> <laughs> this railroad wasn't built with tracks. The trains just go. It was built with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that one scene in uh, the Polar Express where the train is just like sliding along along the ice. <laughs> I just imagine Grant as the conductor. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot, for the life of me, remember what he looks like. So, <laughs> <laughs> just imagine Tom Hanks with a mustache <laughs> and glasses. Grant's the conductor, and me and Simon are the engineers. <laughs> Which one was standing on top of the train during that scene? Because I can't remember which The conductor one was. was with the boy and the <laughs> okay. girl. I know my fucking uh, Polar Express I shit. I haven't watched that movie in like years. years. Yeah. Neither have I, but I want to watch it again. And I'm also going to just take this opportunity to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, take a break, Sam. More editing for Grant.
No, this is easy. I could just uh, select a whole chunk and click the delete key. Banish it. Yeah, I've hotkeyed delete to. I've got a five button mouse, so I've hotkeyed delete to one of the buttons and I've hotkeyed replace with silence to another button. I've been thinking about buying a uh, five key mouse. I find it's the optimal number of keys for me because uh, the way mine's built is there's a dip. There's like the two keys are like like one key with a split in the middle and then there's like a, uh, a divot from my thumb. So my thumb sits nicely between them so I can like move my thumb to hit both uh, very conveniently. And there's just left right click in the scroll wheel and scroll click. I feel like that'd be useful. My hands. Yeah. I had a roommate who had it was a 11 button mouse. So it was left right click, middle click, and then he had a keypad on one side of the mouse for his thumb. That's too confusing. I had a misclick. Yeah. I can hardly use a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I misclick okay. so many fucking times. <laughs> I've got no idea if he used all of them. He probably didn't. Who would need that many keys? I've got no idea. He played a lot of League of Legends, so I wonder. I've got no idea how you play that game, so I don't know what you would have to hotkey. I'm pretty sure he would hotkey like the uh, like special attacks. I don't know what they would call them. So like the buttons on the mouse, which I think I would find useful. So I don't have to reach out from WASD to like, you know, punch a... One, three, or four to activate my murder everyone ability. I don't know. Okay. Sam, do you have any thoughts on how many buttons you want on your mouse? <laughs> Look, looks at my mouse. How many buttons does it have? Three. Yeah. Probably three. I haven't seen your mouse. Well, well, I have two mouses, technically. Two mice. <laughs> <One. laughs> like, I have one connected to the desktop and another one connected to the laptop. Oh, fancy, Arlie. How's it fancy? I just... <laughs> it's more of I don't feel like unplugging and then replugging back and forth between my computers. But it looks like I have five buttons on both mics yeah that's what i have or mics <laughs> <laughs> no i like five button mice although there's technically six buttons but one of the buttons is just for sensitivity okay so i wouldn't say it's for regular use i'm gonna look at my other mouse because my the other mouse yeah, it does have a sensitivity button, but that's not, yeah. I just have a regular three-button mouse. And while it does have two additional buttons, I don't, I can't say I've ever meant to use them. I've accidentally clicked them before and did things I didn't want it, but... <laughs> you don't hotkey stuff to your mouse? Uh, not usually. Hmm. I don't know, I like... Because it's, it's like two free actions that I can do without thinking with my thumb. So I always hotkey like very simple things onto the mouse. Yeah, I feel like having a uh, button on like the side of the mouse that doesn't do anything would be useful for like push to talk. I don't, know, I don't, use, I don't speak enough in Discord chats for push to talk to be useful, but 
if I did, I could see that being a useful feature. Yeah, I'm like Simon's that's just what... trying to justify using push to talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm not a believer in push to talk for most cases, but like if I were to use push to talk, I think that'd be like the best button to hotkey it to. Well, I'm just like push to talk. I don't know. I just don't have to. I don't have to, have to bother uh, pushing a key to talk. So Sam, what classes are you taking this uh, semester? Quarter? I forget which system you're on. CSU CSU's are a semester. Not all of them. Now some there are two CSUs still on the quarter system that are that are going to change to semester. Good. I forgot because Bakersfield it's not the newest one to change, but it's it was in the latest crop. Yeah, we're on semester. Okay, you're on semester. So what classes are you taking this semester? We got the two choirs as usual. Then, <laughs> then we got Math 2200, which is stats. All right. Cognitive psych, abnormal psych, and then the cosmos. Is Carl Sagan there? <laughs> Hoomst. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the show The Cosmos was hosted by Neil deGrasse Tyson, so... But the original one was hosted by Carl Sagan. I know, but that one's not on Netflix. It's more valid. (laughs) But I believe the actual name of the class was, like, Intro to the Cosmos. Now, what you does that cover? Because that... Are you just taking it to fill time? (laughs) Um, it does... It does take up one of my requirements... And it's also offered to honor students, so I'm like, hey, why not? Are certain classes only offered to honor students? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. This class was specifically offered for honor students. Ah. UCSB does have some, like, honors courses, but they're, like, seminars, I think, or something like that. Yeah, honor students had to take a specific seminar and uh, a certain philosophy class with the director of the program. Did you take that philosophy class? Yes, I did, and we used a and we used one of the bigger rooms. What was the uh, philosophy about, or the purpose, or whatever the gist of it? It was just general philosophy stuff. Oh, <laughs> like if your brain was in a jar, or or if your if your mind was put into the body of a creature, those kind of questions. It sounds pretty good. If a baby's born in a cave and can only see the shadows on the wall, is the baby good or evil? <laughs> As you just, like, combine different questions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that is not the intro class. <laughs> That's honors philosophy. That's honors philosophy 4200. <laughs> <laughs> The more you tell me about your honors program, the less I understand. Because I assumed it was just like a way you got priority, like enrolling. But now there's like mandatory seminars and there's exclusive classes. Like how does how does your honors program work? I mean, there is still priority registration stuff, and access to like special rooms on campus, like specifically two, one in the library, then another one 
the honors lounge, which I always go to. But you don't actually need to take uh, the honors only classes. They're just like offers most of the time. You don't usually have to take them. And you don't need to be in the honors program to graduate with honors, but it being in the program does give you, as I said before, priority registration, which helps. How do you graduate with honors? Uh, it's the Latin terms, like summa cum laude. It's, uh, it's... I don't speak Latin. Because cum laude is Latin for with honors or with distinction. Uh, summa cum laude which means with highest honors. Because uh, summa means highest. So you have to get like the middle of honor or some shit? Like... Magna cum laude and summa cum laude. Magna cum laude is uh, with great honors. And summa cum laude, yeah, it is with highest honors. Summa is highest. Magna is just great. Is a magnificent. So yeah, graduating with honors, I assume would be different from just being in the honors program. I kind of want to just explain a bit more of this program because I'm still really shaky on it. So how did you get in? I got in due to SAT scores. Nice. Okay. It was like... Like, when you're entering CSUB as a freshman, they were like three ways one was SAT scores another was ACT scores and then your GPAs your GPA in high school and then if you then if you were above a certain amount they would they would send you a email or a letter asking if you want to be in the program okay and then is it once you're in you're in for your entire college career or is it, do you have to complete requirements each year to remain in the program? To stay in, you just need to be above a GP, certain GPA. Okay. So, like, how many people are in the program, like, as a proportion of people at the school? Now, I don't know how many people are at the school, but the page for the honors says that there are more than 300 students enrolled. That's not bad. Uh, CSUB has 10,000, uh, students. So less than 1%. Okay. 0.3%, I think, to be exact. I mean, I'm rounding all my numbers. I don't know what numbers are. (laughs) (laughs) My malnourished child soldier brain can't understand numbers. I don't know, I'm minor in mathematics, and I know some mathematicians who argue about what numbers are, so. My knowledge of numbers broke after uh, doing algebra three times over and then doing uh, proofs. Why did they do algebra three times? Because I failed once, and then I had to do it again in uh, college because I uh, didn't do Uh, as well as I would like to have on my uh, math entrance exam. But it did take a higher level uh, course for the, uh, like a higher level exam than my peers for that exam. So, hmm. I guess I'm bigger brain. <laughs> oh, and apparently, if you join CS, or to join the honors program, if you're an incoming sophomore or junior, uh, you have to have a high. Um, basically it seems like the requirement is higher or it seems like there's another step that sounds about right 
it's always more complicated when you're transferring from another school. I would imagine. It never just be simple. I have to make it harder for you. Schools seem to revel in making life extra difficult. I spent the last year and a half practically trying to use the internet less. How much do you guys like use YouTube? How often do you guys watch YouTube videos? Daily. Yeah, daily. Yeah. And like how many hours per day would you like say at a guess? Mm, maybe three or four. One to two. Yeah. Three to four is a lot. And it is probably an overestimation. <laughs> I feel like Sam's estimate maybe a little more, but probably around two hours. That's still a lot of time every day to be dedicated to watching YouTube videos. So I've made a conscious effort in the past few years to just watch less YouTube. And so I've unsubscribed from a lot of channels that I don't care about. And I've just tried to like watch as little as possible. So I know I'm watching, it's less than an hour a day, but it's still not as low as I'd like it. You'd like five minutes. <laughs> I mean, there are like, there are a few channels that I do want to keep informed with. Like, uh, it's mostly the Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon related channels because I like to keep up with uh, what's happening in those uh, games. Yeah. And the best way to do that is three, well... Pokemon has a few other alternatives to YouTube. There's a Limitless TCG, which is quite nice. And Yu-Gi-Oh! has Zodiac Duelist, the Facebook page, as another way to receive information about the game. And I guess technically the Konami website, but that's a little shaky. But YouTube is the best way for information to be created and spread about those games. So the vast majority of people that I watch regularly are people who make content about those games. But practically every other channel that I used to watch have either shifted to using their website, which I find adds enough of a barrier that I don't like mindlessly click to it, but I still watch their content when it comes out, or I've just stopped watching entirely. The thing I use YouTube most is uh, listening to music. Yeah. Like, if you count that, I still use an enormous amount of YouTube. Because, well, not for music specifically, but for podcasts. Because it's nice to have, like, I, it's nice to be able not to go to, like, another website for podcasts. I can just find everything I want on YouTube. But I don't count, like, listening to podcasts as watching YouTube videos. I count those as different things. Like, because music and podcasts are, like, audio only. So, like, they don't take up the same amount of my time as, like, watching videos do. Because I can... Listen to music, listen to podcasts in the background while I'm doing other things. Like Minecraft. Like Minecraft or when I'm working on my homework or when I'm not reading a book but playing another game. But like watching a video takes up my full attention. I've cut that down to as minimal as possible. How are you guys like with other websites? Like uh, specifically like like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, like things that websites just take up a lot of time. Yeah, I usually just browse for memes. I never post. I've made it a point since I was 13 maybe to never post anything or comment on anything or even really like anything. 
hardcore lurker. Yeah. <laughs> I only went on Facebook recently because I was selling books online. <laughs> <laughs> like, CSUB has a specific... Someone created a group for CSUB for selling books or lending books. Well, that's nice. And I sold, like, about four books. Nice. Ah. I'm going to update that soon, just like Market has sold, and then re-put it up with the updates on, like, what books I have and don't have. All right. I need to sell some books. I read most of my textbooks, so I never have to resell them. I just give them back to the school. I really want to rent, but it's like... I feel like I'll... It would cost less in the end if I just buy them and then sell them again. That's probably true, but I also calculate, like, the effort of then reselling it and the square footage it takes up of (laughs) me owning it. It's just easier to just give them back the book at the end of the semester. The only books I buy are books that I think I will need again. So I bought an incredibly expensive electric circuits textbook because it's required for three classes, three or four, I forget the number. And I've bought a book about real analysis because I was afraid I was going to fail that class. And if I had to take it again, I didn't want to have to re-rent the book. I just have some books about anthropology. Just for fun? No, because I had an anthropology <laughs> class, but I had to buy them because... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Had to? Yeah, he bought an anthropology book on the whim. But I tried to resell them back to the uh, school, and they're like, yeah, that class doesn't exist. What are you talking about? We can't buy it. (laughs) So that's another uh, thing to add to the pile of schools being fucky for no reason. Like, what do you mean? This class exists. I've literally never had that issue before. That's interesting. I did consider selling all my books back to the the CSUB bookstore, even though I didn't buy most of the books through, through them. And my calculations were that if I ended up selling all the books to, like, online sellers, I would get more than I would if I sold it back to the bookstore. Okay. And I actually use a specific website that compares prices for selling back, and that <laughs> gives me a basis of, like, okay, what is the what is the lowest I can sell it for? What a bunch of cheap motherfuckers, huh? So you guys don't use, like, uh, the internet or social media for much else, then? Just memes. I don't even really go on to them, even for memes. <laughs> Alright. It was, like, a couple years ago, because I, I was, like, drawing out how much time I spent doing certain things, and, like, two years ago I spent an enormous amount of time on Reddit and on websites like Hacker News and on Tumblr just wasting time practically so two years ago i decided just to stop and so right now on my computer the like url for like reddit and tumblr are blocked so i physically can't access those sites and i've just like stopped doing things that i count as like wasting time that's why i've been trying to lower my amount of youtube because i'm just trying to stop just killing time just doing nothing. So what do you? What are you doing with your free time instead? Uh, actually, getting my homework done. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds useful. I haven't done any homework yet, <laughs> and it's not like I don't have homework. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, Sam. It was easier last semester because last semester I was working. So now I do have more free time and I've realized that now because I was used to work like 15 to 20 hours a week and now I'm working zero hours a week. So now I have been spending more time like reading actual books and I have just spent more time like uh, like working on classwork outside of class, like getting better at like things I need to practice with but I've like mapped it out I spend like I used to spend near five six hours a day on like reddit and tumblr and youtube just doing nothing and now now I've got it down to like less than an hour of youtube and nothing else nice well done and along with this is the fact that I don't play video games much anymore so how many hours per day would you guys say you play like video games? Mm, maybe three. Is Sam actually checking his hours on Steam or is he <laughs> just thinking? <laughs> like, would you say like average? Like average per day, like in a normal week. Okay, because I was, like, thinking about today. Well, I was like, well, today isn't a regular day. I don't have work or school today. Yeah, no, think about, like, a normal day. <laughs> Thinking emoji. <laughs> I'll say three to four hours. Okay. So, like, once again, like, I... Like, not, like, during school, but definitely over summers, I would spend... I mean, I still spend ages playing video games, and that's, like... The only game that I now play consistently is Minecraft, because that is a game I can play for 20 minutes, like get something done and then put it down. And there's very few game, other games that I've played for a long time where I can do that. And but like, yeah. So Minecraft is now the only video game that I spend. I spend a non-zero amount of time playing, and it's so like during like the past seven days. I've played, it's about, I mean, I've been on Minecraft for about 18 hours, but that has only been today, yesterday, and like Friday night, but half of that has been me just being AFK on the server. <laughs> AFK farms. Yes. I needed a lot of iron, and so I just AFK fished for about nine hours. Did you get anything good? <laughs> no. Damn. I, I've got enough villagers now that I just I grind all the books. The past week I spent about nine hours playing video games, and that's all been Minecraft. So that's like my last big thing that I use to waste time that I've got to somehow stop is playing Minecraft an exorbitant amount. It's all right to play Minecraft, Grant. <laughs> Let me just enable it. <laughs> Even though I don't play it as much. Me no. neither. Well, you expanded your house recently. Yeah. It's not quite as good as I would think to have liked it to be, but it's good enough. I mean, you can always just build something new. That's true. And although I haven't been playing Minecraft, I've been playing other video games. Same here. Yeah, so... What kind of games do you guys spend time with? 
I have a rotation basically. I just rotate between a bunch of games. <laughs> like I'll just play a game like a religion for like a few weeks and then I'll just drop in and play another game because I get bored. Which is why I'm not really good at any real video game, but I'm like <laughs> okay. Cause like I can never be like a person who can just like I can never be like a conspe- a competitive esports person where I can just sit down and play like Smite or some sort of Dota meme or a TF2 clone by the name of Overwatch for like twelve hours straight competitive <laughs> or even play competitive. Cause I don't really play like that. I just play to just dick around. But recently I've been playing Smite, Team Fortress, and Civ. <laughs> Which Civ? Civ 6. Ah, yes, the Civ I still don't have. Me neither. Simon moved on, we didn't. Yeah. No, we're still... <laughs> if we ever do play Civ, it'll be Civ 5. Yeah. I like Civ 6 because the uh, environment is a lot more uh, interesting. No, Civ 6 came out, like, at the exact wrong time for the three of us. Cause I think Simon had moved away. Yeah. And... We had no plans to, like... Because we'd played Civ Five together in the past and attempted to play whole games, even though that never actually <laughs> happened. Yeah, it was like... We never we never got through a game. Well, we got through one. I know for Did sure we... at least one. Okay. Yeah. I know we started quite a few. <laughs> I think we did complete one, and I think I played Sweet in that game. I only remember we completed one because I won in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're that diplomats makes the, that makes the most sense but like once I moved away Civ 6 came out and then we just had no like me and Sam had no reason to buy it then I got it for my birthday yeah because it came out on my birthday <laughs> everything happens on your birthday I know I've been having a lucky like few birthdays like Civ 6 wasn't really supposed to come out on my birthday but it did anyway for some reason hmm Yes, I got lucky that night. My rotation are the Paradox games with a special attention to uh, Europa Universalis 4. Good, good old grain strategy. Uh, Skyrim, recently New Vegas, A Hat in Time, which I really love. Uh, Rising Storm 2 Vietnam, surprisingly fun. Civ 6, Smite, and Once in a Blue Moon. This just happens to be a blue moon around this time. Uh... Also, Once in a Blue Moon, Verdun slash Tannenberg, Team Fortress, uh, and War Thunder. Okay. Nice little variety. Yeah. Yeah. So what games do you normally play, Sam? Um, when I'm at home, I'd say there's three main games I've been rotating around, and that would be like Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, the Link Evolution game, and then, usually, whenever I'm at school, we also end up playing uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, Sam has a specific type of game, like RPG and then fighting game for groups. But RPG for single player. Everyone loves Smash. <laughs> Except people who don't play Smash. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Smash fan. Like, playing it's always fun, but I'm just terrible at any game that requires finesse. Simon just needs to actually get the game to start getting good. Yeah. That's <laughs> why so I've been looking for a job so I can buy a Switch. I also started kicking myself for not buying Oblivion. 
so I can experience the madness of Oblivion. Is Oblivion not on Steam? It is, but I want to get it on sale because I don't think it's worth it. Uh, what's it currently cost? I think it's 20 is the default. Yeah. That's not, no, that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, but my precious shackles. <laughs> <laughs> so Simon, what are your plans for the next three and a half weeks? find enough spare change to buy a switch <laughs> that and uh trying to find a job where have you been looking uh i had an interview at starbucks and they have not called me back so i'm just gonna have to say they didn't want that me a bust. that's a bust you weren't starbucks material no <laughs> unfortunately i can't pin my mouth into a smile like that yeah you seem like the kind of person who wouldn't deal well with customer service for Many hours a day. No, I hate it. I'm too plain. Like, I could be <laughs> like... I could work at Barnes & Noble. I feel like that's more my speed where, like... People are mainly in there to, like, browse and leave. And I don't have to, like, put on a show for people. I was like, oh, you want this book? Okay, get out. <laughs> you don't even give them the book. You just tell them, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like that's more my speed. Speedy speed boy. Yeah. How do you feel about customer service, Sam? Because that is the name of your game. It's alright for me, but the place I work at isn't really... I don't get... Like, I wouldn't say I get all types of customers. I mainly get the older group. I see. Like, usually older ladies. No one else wants massive hourglasses. <laughs> so I haven't gotten, like, any really bad, like, rude customers or anything like that. I've gotten some wacky customers. <laughs> but it's not like I can't say I haven't gotten any bad customers. Yeah, we did do a shoplifting podcast, so. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I did. No, I don't think I've told my stories on this podcast about wacky people. Yeah, we can do that if you want. Or we can talk more about you looking for a job and what you want out of a job. Oh. Your future goals for jobs. <laughs> well, at this moment, I, I don't know. Retail just sounds so soul-crushing. But, like, I can't do... Well, I can do customer service. I just feel like I'm not really cut out for that. But I feel like that's, like, all I can really do because I'm completely unqualified. Yeah. Unless you make up some qualifications. Yeah, like, I did a little bit of, like, cashier work. And I was okay at that. I feel like I didn't, like, really piss people off. Because I feel like I'm a pretty meek person. So I just kind of, like, let people have what they want. And I feel like that's really what you want out of a cashier. <laughs> <laughs> So can I just have all the money? <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I, guess. <laughs> I don't like my boss that much. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't mind getting fired today. Fuck it. Let's go. Take the money. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do fast food. It just seems like too fast of an environment for me. Yeah. But I guess any other like food place that isn't fast food. I guess would be possible. Yeah, like, I worked at a sandwich shop, and that was, like, sort of fast food. Like, we, we had to make sandwiches within, like, two minutes. 
if they were hot, if they were cold, that'd be like one minute. Which isn't too bad once you like get the hang of it. But it was a little hard for me because I'm a bit more methodical, I guess, with making sandwiches. It has to be perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's what they wanted out of me, but I guess I'm just slow. I'm not a very, like... They want it to be perfect and fast. Yeah, that's what they always want, but I don't know. I'm just, like, a not very, like, dexterous or finesseful person. I don't remember where I heard it, but I remember hearing something, like, a slogan from a company or just, like, random company or something like that. That was, like, we're committed to do more in less time. Yeah. And it's like, so you want us to do more with less hours. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, just work harder. <laughs> <laughs> just be a speedy speed boy with your gasoline burning. I remember, though, in my job, I would prefer, uh, well, cashier work would be, like, physically easier, but it's mentally harder, I think. So I preferred, like, making sandwiches to doing cashier. Because I could just chat with my coworkers while I was making sandwiches, and that was always fun. Because we never had our manager on site, so like we could just sort of like shoot the shit. I was gonna ask you like how is uh how's being on register more mentally taxing, but then you described the other scenario. I'm like, okay, understandable. Yeah, like talking to people I don't know for like several hours, and then like pretending like. I'm happy is not fun, but talking to people I do know is a lot easier. I can't relate. I've never done any kind of retailer fast food work. Yeah, as, yeah, as your job has been completely <laughs> different from ours. Yeah, so the only jobs I've had were I spent a couple years as a Boy Scout camp counselor up in the mountains, and that job is like it's like one part teaching, one part manual labor. So I like uh, I taught various merit badges to boys ages eleven to seventeen, and then I also like just helped keep the camp running. My jobs that I've had in college have been office work, basically, where it's like me and a couple other employees in like an open space office working on projects. Yeah, I'd rather do, like, at least if, like, I could pick a job, I'd probably uh, pick tutoring because I, I guess it pertains to what I'm doing in college. So, like, if I could somehow, like, tutor at the college for French or Japanese and get paid doing it, I'd be, like, ecstatic. <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, I would sign up. You can sign me up. You can abuse me. You can not feed me. <laughs> you can hit me over the head with a phone book if you'd like. I'll take it. I know my school offers offers a tutoring program where they'll pay students to tutor other students. But I haven't checked on the requirements or the pay. Yeah. I feel like I'm nearly at the level or maybe perhaps at the level where I could start doing that for a language. Of course, I don't know how uh, UCSB works. I imagine I have to be at a higher level, but I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun, because I feel like I don't have to like put up a personality, and I could just be like, "Let me help you," because I know this. Here, I all right. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. What what seems to be the problem here? How can I help you out? 
As that reminds me how recently I was just like walking around campus and I saw a professor I had last year. And I was just like, just like saying hi. And he was like, hey, do you want to tutor psychology? I'm like, I never considered it. (laughs) (laughs) And I just told him like, I'll I'll keep it in mind. The end. (laughs) Well, they do say that the best way to learn is to teach. Yeah. (laughs) Then we all need to teach. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I constantly give TED Talks to myself in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) The secret life of Simon and his TED Talks. Yeah. If there's ever a Simon-only episode of this podcast, just can be because Simon sent me an audio file of him in the shower. (laughs) Just having a TED Talk. Yeah. I honestly I'd probably just turn on the shower and just like sit on the toilet <laughs> and then just read out my TED talk. <laughs> That's on the website next week. It's because Simon sent me the audio. <laughs> What's your ideal job, Sam, at this point? Before you move on to uh your dream job after college. You say dream job and nothing comes to mind. I'm in the same boat, but you know what I mean? Like the job you're intending to get, supposedly. Are you asking what job he wants to get after he has his degree? No, like at this or... point, what's the, like the job you're like most interested in getting? Like, for example, in my story about uh, tutoring would be like the ideal job for me, in my opinion. Okay. As opposed to like food service or retail where I have to like bend over backwards to, for people. I don't know. I guess just like right now, if I could just have a job or, you know, a new job of like my ideal, it'd probably just be like helping with research. Hmm. Does this should be do psychology research? I know that certain professors do conduct like their own research like once in a while but I don't know anything else beyond that okay yeah I guess for me like apart from tutoring I would just want a job that would pertain to French and or Japanese yeah something for that resume and to practice because part of the reason hit resume Translated yeah. anime. <laughs> In, into French. That's <laughs> yeah, not bad for an English native speaker, I suppose, but... Uh, like, part of the reason why I uh, quit my job is because I felt like I was spending too much time at my job and not enough, like... Like, I know more... Like, the more accurate thing is, like... I felt like my efforts were spent in the wrong place or like it wasn't really like I was working to get money and not working to get experience, which was, I guess, more what I'm after. I guess I'm just being like a little too idealistic, but like, yeah, because now you're earning neither money nor experience. 
at least before you were getting experience, albeit not for what you wanted at all, but you were getting money, which is yeah. always useful. Story time with Simon. Drug deal question mark? I thought we talked about this. We have not talked about this. I would remember if we talked about this. Oh, yes. The drug deal. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, this is in sixth grade back in Norris Middle. I see. And this is, this is part of the reason why I started hanging around with Sam. <laughs> Me specifically. <laughs> Are you saying I'm the one that gave you drugs, Simon? <laughs> no. I started hanging around with Sam in like November or December of that year, I want to say. Probably January. Of, well, the, I guess the next calendar year, but the same school year. So I at that time was not associated with uh let's say savory folk <laughs> so uh honestly i don't even know why i hung around with these people but uh they were like were they like in the same classes if you say their first names would we know who they are um their names were well the person with the drugs name was nathan i forget his last name I don't know. And the other person is Jeff. I, I never knew anyone named Jeff. I might know Nathan. No clue on Jeff. Or know who you're talking uh, about. He had short blonde hair, wavy, that was like greased back. That is so unhelpful. Oh, yeah, Grant, don't you have a Norris Middle School yearbook? Not with me oh, at yeah. college. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> if, if you want, I can text my brother to let you into the house if you want to look through the <laughs> Norris Middle School. Anyway. Um, okay, so it's my birthday. It's sixth grade. Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Happy late birthday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this story literally happens on my birthday. Which is the, That's the third time this episode we've mentioned your birthday. I know. That's why I said I've been having a lucky streak of birthdays recently. At this point, not so God. much. Imagine how many times we're going to say it on your actual birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our birthday it's is all a Sunday together. this year. It's all coming together. Oh, is it actually a Sunday? It's actually a Sunday. Oh, we might record an episode on your birthday. Yikes. Um... <laughs> So earlier that year, we would hang. Remember in uh, the sixth grade section of the uh, school, there was that like corner to the west of the school, where there was that like big tree in the corner by the uh, houses, like by the parking lot. I was with you until you said the words "by the parking lot." Are you talking about the line of trees at the back fences? Yeah, there. And then yeah. there's like that third of that uh, field was off limits. Was it? Yeah. At least I was told that because you're, we earlier that year we hung around there and then they told us that like we're causing too much trouble or whatever. So they told us to like not be there. Huh. Just, just throw that on the pile of schools fucking with people for no reason. 
Anyway, this is uh, this takes place in that field in front of those uh, trees. So okay. Nathan comes to school that day, my birthday, and me, him, Jeff, and Ivan, who you guys might remember. I know, I I know Ivan. Yeah, I remember yeah. Ivan. Ivan's a part of this story. He's actually yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I wonder what happened to him. Me too. He kind of fell off the face of the earth, but he's actually a good guy in the story. But uh, <laughs> he's the hero. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, anyway, Nathan says that he has Vicodin that he stole from his grandmother that morning. Oh, that's mean. Yeah. And uh, like, I'm like. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know what Vicodin is because I'm 12 and I'm sheltered as fuck. <laughs> so I'm just like listening, really. Like, I'm not really interested in whatever the fuck this is, because not only do I not know what that is, but I don't have money to buy it if I were even interested. <laughs> but uh, naturally, he and Jeff know what it is. So they're talking They're You know, I don't remember exactly what they're saying, but they're pretty much being like, yeah, I'll, you know, have some or whatever. And, uh, I was promised some. I was like, I don't know what this is, <laughs> but I'll take your word for it, I guess. And uh, I can't remember what Ivan said in that conversation, but uh, I know they were having a mild disagreement and then they kind of came to like a conclusion that worked for both of them, I guess, about it. And then we sort of like broke and then we... They, Nathan said either that we were going to get it during lunch or after school. I think it was during lunch. But since it's my... That's, that's an unsafe time. Well, that's going to play into later. So... <laughs> more later. Sure. More, yeah. This will show up later. So, um, since it's my birthday, my dad picked me up for lunch. And we went to uh, Checkers Ooh. on Callaway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I was having a good time. And then I come back from lunch, and I was like, oh, yeah, time to do world history. I go into school, and uh, I get told I need to go to the dean's office immediately. And I was like, well, it's my birthday. What the fuck? <laughs> They're just going to wish you happy birthday. Of course, but <laughs> wish you happy I don't trust birthday like... through the speakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I go up to the dean's office, and Ivan's there already. And uh, I'm sat down next to Ivan, and the dean asks us about, uh, I don't remember what she said exactly, but I guess you can kind of guess that she was, like, asking, like, do you have drugs, or were you trying to buy drugs? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, Nathan had Vicodin, but, like, I'm not really interested. I don't remember saying anything, but that's sort of, like, my thoughts, really. Like, Ivan was, like, like, Ivan, I guess, like, understood more of what was happening than I did, so he did more talking <laughs> than I did. And he kind of, like, explained that, like, Nathan had the Vicodin and that he was trying to sell it to us. Wow, so Ivan was the snitch. Yeah. <laughs> Exposed And Ivan said that, like, I, that it was clear that, like, I was not interested, and she's like, okay, then you can go then. And I went. And that's my, uh, time I accidentally got run into a drug deal. <laughs> Do you know what happened to Nathan and Jeff? Because that's what I want to know. Um, I don't know what happened to Nathan. I imagine he got expelled. Uh, I 
hung around with Jeff for maybe a month or two more, and I think he was saying something about moving to, like, North or South Dakota. Ah, so the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, he got banished to the Shadow Realm <laughs> as well. <laughs> and that was my 12th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what happened on the 13th? <laughs> I think I got teppanyaki. <laughs> we just, like, go down the list of Simon's birthdays and what happened those that year. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely staying in the podcast. <laughs> what, I got teppanyaki and signed up for Facebook for my 13th birthday? Yes. That's what everyone oh, yeah, wants to hear. You have to be 13 to be on Facebook. Yeah, you have to be 13. So that's what I did. It's good that Ivan was a good person. <laughs> in this scenario. Yeah. yeah. I never knew Ivan to be a bad person. No. I do wonder whatever happened to him. I think Jeff got caught smoking in the bathroom. I can't remember what, but I think it was him. I remember someone getting caught smoking in the bathroom that year as well. Sounds like a fitting end for his (laughs) tale. (laughs) Yeah. That was in, like, November or December that year. You guys remember that? Because I remember they pulled everyone out of their rooms, at least in, like, the school block I was in. That's not how my memory works. (laughs) I can't remember a single, like, event pre-age 14. It all just turns into a mush of ideas and concepts. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I just remember, like, random specific, like, events or just times were just at middle school. And And one thing I do remember was Grant walking around with a fake phone trying to get... Trying to get, like, the teachers that, like, walk around during recess. Trying to get, like, one of them to come over and, like, confiscate his fake phone. Just to, like, quote-unquote prank them. (laughs) But they never came. (laughs) (laughs) I have no memory of this. Me neither. I don't know know where I would have gotten the fake phone from is the question. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i cannot remember that at all (laughs) what i do remember though is that after those months around maybe november december just being fresh out of friends and just sort of like milling around and that me and sam took the bus to school so we were there pretty early so we just hung around near the ball wall and just talked about black ops and black ops zombies oh yeah the ball wall (laughs) it's where you meet new kids (laughs) Or get smacked in the face. <laughs> yeah. Well, we never really threw the ball at each other because we were civilized, so to speak. In a manner of words. <laughs> as civilized as sixth graders could be. <laughs> oh, but when the memory of me remembering Grant walking around with like a fake phone in our like little group because it was me, Grant, and Simon. <laughs> that was not in sixth grade. <laughs> Yeah, that was, was more a, of a seventh and eighth. Really. Yeah. The middle school was the time when we all actually became a group of friends. Yeah. Did we play didn't like we occasionally like play Blackjack? Is that what and it was? And war. Yeah. War and poker. Grant taught we, us how to play poker. Yeah, I 
I've always been a fan of card <laughs> games. That's always that's been that's been consistent. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't start playing card games until seventh grade. I remember during a silent reading time in uh, math, like sort of like trying to like fix the deck of car deck of cards in my favor. For more. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> You just stack the deck in like the class before lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Anything for a victory. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. And I still do remember I hovered between like our group and another group, mainly throughout middle school. Yeah. Yeah. It was us three, and then I was friends with Brent Clark and Ryan Gruber. And their group of friends. And I hovered with, uh, I believe, like the two people I believe you both should for sure know is Jose Barajas and then Dalton. Ah, he lived yeah. right next door to me for ages. Like, elementary school, me and Jose were like best friends. Because he, like, lived right next door. Yeah, then it was like, the group was, like, partially split when we went to high school, like, Half went to Frontier, the other half went to Centennial. For some reason, Dalton went to mm-hmm. Frontier. I don't know why. And then I never heard from Dalton again after that. <laughs> Despite me having him on my friends list in Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these things happen. That Steam friends list is meaningless. <laughs> yeah, then from that other friend group, one of their... One of the people, Nico, goes to CSUB also, and I see him once in a while. <laughs> and I was in one of his Minecraft Hunger Games videos. <laughs> wow. Okay, can you send me a link? Please. <laughs> Please. Let me see if this his channel even exists anymore. That would be some hardcore nostalgia right there. <laughs> and not just any Minecraft. Or... Not just any Minecraft Hunger Games, Xbox Minecraft Hunger Games. Ooh, even more hardcore. I don't have nostalgia for that. I never played on anything other than PC. <laughs> yeah, the special thing about that is uh, basically he had to download every single Hunger Games map himself. And basically <laughs> all the loot is preset. <laughs> <laughs> he had to do it well manually. he didn't put in the loot himself because then he would have an advantage oh, okay. of knowing where everything is because he wanted to actually play in it not just moderate it okay okay he was fair that's that you meant like he built the hunger <laughs> games map himself <laughs> now I, yeah, that'd be very impressive now he downloaded them onto like a usb and then plug it into the xbox oh, I see. okay it's a little more complicated than that but that's basically what he did only slightly more nice. complicated. <laughs> I remember in Carmel, uh, a friend of mine like played a old Minecraft video he made in like psychology class or philosophy class for some reason. I totally forgot why. That's something I never did. I never made Minecraft videos. My brother had a couple friends who had a Minecraft YouTube channel for <laughs> a few years in middle school. But I never, I never did that sort of thing. Yeah, that would violate my principles. Okay, so the channel is still up, but I believe he privated the, 
the Minecraft Hunger Games. Fair enough. That's a shame. <laughs> I could message him and be like, hey, you should, like, send me a direct link for the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just I'll be trying to, like, relive that middle school nostalgia. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and in, and in the one uh, video of his that I was in, I won that Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's why you want to rewatch it. <laughs> you want to relive your victory. <laughs> I remember Sam being pretty good at Minecraft Hunger Games. Minecraft's always been good. <laughs> Minecraft has always been good. <laughs> yes, I good agree. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's always been good at uh, games like that. The PvP stuff. Yeah, games that require that kind of finesse. I've always just thought of Sam as the person in our group who was best at those kind of games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of practice, though. <laughs> I remember when you and me joined Hunger Games recently, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> that was a sad event. <laughs> yeah. Who won? Not us. Neither of us. <laughs> No, the meta the meta's changed. The meta's changed. <laughs> they were they were like they were fishing hook comboing us. They were, oh. they were doing all kinds of crazy shit. We were we were like old veterans who just can't hack it anymore. <laughs> we haven't adapted to the times. We have become the boomers. <laughs> we just, we can't keep up with the zoomers nowadays. <laughs> Frankly, I just remember having a terrible time in uh, middle school after sixth grade. What made it so much worse than pre-seventh grade? Uh, mainly not being in band. Why'd you drop out of band? Uh, I didn't make the cut. There was a cut? Yes. <laughs> there was a cut. <laughs> and Simon made it. <laughs> I did not make the cut. I wasn't even aware that the middle school band was selective. <laughs> it was selective for some reason, <laughs> but only for percussionists, which is why you don't remember. Uh, that That makes sense, because I feel that a lot more people sign up for percussion than sign up for the other instruments. Yeah. Because I was in band back in middle school. <laughs> yeah, I remember not showing up a lot to band because no one really liked me in band, or at least I felt that way. <laughs> You just assumed that they all didn't like you. It, it, they really gave me that feeling that they didn't like me, so I just feel like, yikes, I don't want to. And also, I feel like the band teacher wasn't that good in the first place. <gasps> what are you talking about? Mr. Crider was fantastic. Nah. I have to give you a hard disagree on that one. I'm a little biased because the Crider family is like a friend of our family, because Mr. Crider and my father were both part of the Air National Guard band. But no, he was a good teacher. I don't know. We can argue about middle school band directors later. <laughs> hey guys, we've gone on long enough now, right? <laughs> I guess. I just sit here just sadly remembering middle school. <laughs> Simon's having too many flashbacks, we have to end it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're taking over. <laughs> All right. Simon, do you want to give us a line to end on? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of a line. I'm 
I, I'm just imagining that, Grant, you make the end of the podcast is like you saying, okay, Simon, any last notes to, any last words to uh, leave on? And it just ends on me saying, nice. <laughs> when he doesn't give a response. <laughs>